Of course. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, all right. Welcome to uh, Wolfcast episode seven. Um, yeah, today we are here with uh, two, of my, uh, two of my closest mates, uh, Jack Roffey and Connor. Sorry, oh, mate. That's, that's, that's really nice mates, yeah, uh, Connor Stringer. Um, Jack, old Jack, um, who's normally on the show, and Sam, uh, they couldn't make it today. Because uh, personal, I think Jack's at work at the moment and Sam's... Um, You're talking about head. Jack Tanner. Jack Tanner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Tanner. Um, it's like, a great show, by the way, mate. Oh, I love you. it. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. We had a Valentine's uh, Day special last yeah, week. Yeah, a few little bit of scandalous bit of sc- talk on oh, that, wasn't there? Mate, yeah, there was. <laughs> but yeah, we won't get into that. But um, I'd like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Nerve Podcast. And realistic, mate, is the, one, uh, is the number one. Nerve podcast. That's what I've heard on the street, to be honest. I know there's a lot of competition out there, but I've heard Wolfcast. Wolfcast. It is the one, mate. It is the one breaking the record, so it's a pleasure to be on to There's a few other good ones. There is, mate. There is. There is. Um, there's, a, there's one of, like, a group of boys, like, literally just talking about all sorts of mm. mischievous stuff, mate. I think like, they invited us on. I think, was it Highly Uneducated? Yeah, that's the one. Highly they, Uneducated. Yeah, they yeah, invited, they're on they, YouTube. They wanted to um, oh, really? do cool. a little collab. Um well, I did message them after. Um, All right, leave them yeah. on red. But everyone, mate, everyone wants to collab with <laughs> Wolfcast, mate. I'm telling you. It's hard being yeah, on thanks for uh, bringing us on. Of course, boys. I, I wanted to bring these boys on just purely because of their, you know, knowledge in boxing. Ah. You've got your box. Small plug for the Nero Boxing Show. You know the drill. Number one boxing show in the country. That's what I heard. Talk yeah, sport. Sundays. See you later. <laughs> See you later, Talk Sport. Sundays. IFL. See you later. Yeah. Boxing wreck. See you later. Don't need any of that. Pro boxing fans, don't see you later because our good friend Jonathan <laughs> Nagioff is uh, in Las Vegas. He is in Las really? Vegas. Yeah. He he, is, um, yeah. So the the main presenter from last year um, on our show, Jonathan Nagioff, he's been working for a YouTube channel called yeah. Pro Boxing Fans, mm, yeah. uh, where he goes to different fights and interviews professional boxers and people in the industry. Um, he is in Las Vegas. Covering the Tyson Fury, Mate, Deontay Wilder fight. Dude, it's That's so surreal because big. when we like when we started the podcast, you know, what two, three years ago, mm. um, we used to always talk about uh, IFL and particularly now that the second uh, Fury Wilder fight. But when Fury started making his comeback, we used to always talk about how class it would be to go mm. to those events. You know, spend the week in Vegas and LA and all these places. Uh, you know, talk to fighters, get behind the scenes. And Nags is out here. You know, not long he's after doing. he's graduated, he's gone and done it. So I don't know. I think it's testament to the man's ability and i'm also very jealous mate that's actually that is amazing it's class isn't that it is amazing yeah i am quite jealous I'm myself very jealous, boys. yeah but like we can all do it like let's think about it do you know what i mean it's, it's, it is possible um talking about boxing boys how excited are we mm. this saturday oh, wow. mgm grand I'll las what, vegas I'll, I'll tell you what let me, let me do my spiel how you know excited are we? i'm do excited I'm, I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm doing my wolf i'm um, <laughs> excited but extremely nervous mm. um a lot has changed in the last year uh, particularly between both fighters. In terms of recap, let's have a look at the first fight. Obviously, during this period of the last kind of week or so, I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of the highlights and stuff uh, of BT and that are, have been building um, uh, a lot of coverage um, of the fight. And so I've had a look back and rewatched uh, all 12 rounds. And, you know, without a doubt, there's no question in anyone's mind mm. that Tyson Fury won that fight. Uh, despite being knocked down uh, twice, the first one was a little bit of kind of a. Uh, a small clip I would even really call it anything other than that but and of course the, the monumental right hand in the 12th round that, Dirty, mate. that Tyson's seen the end of the light or the tunnel and almost resurrected in biblical fashion like mm. uh, he always preaches so Tyson goes on to draw with Deontay Wilder controversial mate very controversial in that period of time mm. Tyson's had two one fight rough uh, two fights. Two fights, hasn't he? Uh, one of which, his last one, got a horrendous cut. Yeah, against um, Otto Wallen. Otto, so yeah, and a lot of people argue that, you know, he's very lucky to escape because it could have been called off. Um, Tom Schwartz was his first... First uh, before, first that, before yeah. that, yeah. So Ben uh, came Dave. under became under uh, mm. a lot of stick from... Ben Davidson. Um, with Tyson Fury's dad, yeah, John Fury. Exactly, John from, from John, um, uh, over the treatment of that and whether he was rushing him into the ring too soon. Fast forward... Two months mm-hmm. come December time, and uh, Ben's been given the boot. He has. Uh, Tyson's new trainer, arguably, hasn't been as focused. You know, in the last year, he's been a book. His book, new books, come out. He's been in book tours and mm-hmm. things like this. A lot of change in the kind of boxing climate. Uh, meanwhile, Don Wilder has just stayed on track. He's been mm-hmm. hasn't fought anyone. Uh, he did. He's fought Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Fought Ortiz. One in the same kind of fashion he did in the first fight. 
um, struggled and then the big right hand came. And now this brings us to here, where I don't know about you fellas, but I'm nervous as to what kind of fear we're going to see. Izzy is focused. He spent a lot of time doing other stuff in the last year. Yeah, he has. WWE. And and WWE, then... of course. And then the cut. And the cut is worrying me, fellas. And that is, you know, he's obviously very protected and inspiring. He said that himself, but... That was a nasty cut, and he's only had what six months less? No, way less than that. Four months to recover. Three, four months from Pretty that. Pretty much. From that, well, um, it's actually two cuts. Yeah. It's like one just on the eyelid, mm. and then one on the eyebrow. And I think it's about yeah. 40, 47 stitches. stitches yeah. If that if that opens up again, and he's like oh he's gosh. done. He's like. Oh my gosh. It's true. However, um, they have said that they got the best surgeon they could find mm. to uh, to do surgery on it and make sure it doesn't reopen um and they said like the guy done a good job but it's hasn't opened up inspiring so that's a positive however very positive but wilder's power like it's uh something to definitely be wary of well i think we look at the bruising that tyson came out with at the end of the first fight and uh it was obviously very heavy given the punishment he took particularly mm. in the 12th round so just keeping the fingers crossed but in terms of what you think it's going to happen, Jack? We've discussed this at yeah. ends for the last like the last you know four or five months since the first one. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I actually didn't think it was going to happen. Like the fight, I've been saying this for a while. I thought like no way, mm. like is Fury gonna like especially after that Wilding fight, um, it's going to jump in the ring with with Wilder. Um, so I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's just more of a PR stunt to keep, mm-hmm. keep fans engaged. Um, but seems like it is going ahead. Look, I'm a massive Tyson Fury fan. He's a guy who got me into boxing, so I've got to back him. Mm. Um, however, I, I, I am worried. Um, there's so many different factors this time around. And rumors that Tyson's coming in a lot of heavier too. Yeah, he's coming in heavier. Um, you can you can tell he's actually builded a lot more muscle, muscle uh, which could be a good thing because, like as John Fury, his father said, um, if you look back to the first fight against Wilder, there was nothing in Fury's punches. Like his arms, mm-hmm. like just had just just flappy. You know, yeah. the, he had little mittens on. Um, and when you look at some of those shots, he he hit Wilder clean, so with a bit more weight behind there, um, focusing on balance, because Sugar Hill is um, probably one of the best trainers for executing balance um, and power. Cronk Jim have been known for that and for years. full circle for Tyson as well. Tyson obviously trained with um, Sugar Hill's, or his uncle, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Manuel Stewart. Manuel Stewart, um, so a full circle. Um, for them, but see, my, my my fear is that I don't know why Tyson would do it, and I, and I hope he's not going to do it. That he he's going in with more weight to look for like knockout power, finish power, which I think is a completely wrong tactic. You're not going to do that against Delta Welder. He said he said he, he wants to like finish him like round two, to, like to to Fell out, like to him. And also, I I would take that with a pink shot because we all know Tyson speaks yeah, good yeah, crack too. Yeah, yeah. But Tyson's USP and what makes Tyson the best heavyweight on the market is his speed and agility and his ability to move around the ring and just harass you for twelve rounds. Yeah. But he can still do that whilst looking for a knockout. He can fight on the back foot. I just, can... think it's, I just think it's so dangerous against someone who's going to come at you windmill style. And I think that oh, yeah. what we're going to see... I don't think he... No, no, I don't think Wilder does come out with windmill style. He always... Um, last few fights, he comes off, off the jab. And it's only when he gets his uh, his opponent hurt is um, when, you know, you see the wild punches... Um, but I was watching the fight again the other night and what I find there was so many missed opportunities from Fury you know he would do a nice mm-hmm. like one two um, you know get through Wilder's guard and then come back at distance it's like why don't you just stay there I just think it's so dangerous lad I think I think all of a sudden that we've seen I think everyone's buying into this mentality that Fury walked the first fight and now he can just come in and and start and stand and try and throw with Wilder. I just, I just, well, what, it's a recipe yeah. for disaster. What, what, is there any improvements that we're going to see with these two fighters? Is there anything different that Wilder can do or Tyson will do? In I think, the, in I think there's more from Wilder's uh, Fury side, mm-hmm. which he can do. When you uh, look at the, the context of that time, um, you know, he lost 10, 10 stone, mm-hmm. like came back f- uh, five months prior to that against very, very low opposition. Um, and I remember everyone saying like, "No way is Fury gonna fight Wilder." Then like yeah. he's just gonna get knocked out. 
and we all know we all know what Fury's capable of. You know, he, li- he rises up to the occasion, um, and that's what we found. Um, but when you look at his shape for that fight, it was really was awful. Like mm. like the love handles were. So well, when you've been, we're you, crazy. I think Tyson has never been a fighter though that's been in like, like bodybuilding type type so, shape, which is a reflection of his training. That's true. However, when you look at him now, would you not say that he's a bit more focused, a bit more? You know, he's got proper nutritional team involved. He's like taking the the necessary measures. Doing it properly. Yeah. Don't you think that's gonna be an advantage to him? Of course, it can only be a benefit. But I just fear the psychological impact of change over such a short period of time with Ben going. Ben was lit. I mean, Ben would sleep with Tyson. It said this in his book. Yeah. When he was at his, you know, when he was at his lowest to make sure he wasn't going to do anything silly. Like, like sorry, sorry, cut you up, but like I was watching like BT Sports coverage of like the the they're like cutting down the fight, and Ben like he's such a knowledgeable young fella. Like, for for someone like him to have that knowledge, like. What I don't know, was it the right thing to let, also, let go? Yeah, well, no, and uh, remember, Rovka, we we spoke at time and at length about how Ben should be uh, should be well up for trainer of the year. Yeah, and they've just that, that wasn't last year. No, oh, I was saying built no, but to, yeah. to, for, for even I still think after the first Wilder fight, really? he was still up for trainer of the year. What did he do wrong? He didn't. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like I haven't seen any improvements to Fury's game since the Wilder fight. And I think that's the point that Peter, um, sorry, John Fury was John, making. It's like, look, yeah, he, he was more of a companion. He done very well sort of acting as like a personal trainer, got the weight off. However, in terms of tactics, um, there was very little new to Fury's game. Um, and he definitely need, needs to switch things up for Wilder because if you go in in the same sort of style game plan, you, you're going to get found out. And Wilder is used to Fury's style now like he you sort of know what Fury's going to do so maybe adding different elements which I think Sugar Hill will add is only going to go in Fury's favour I agree also given if you look at the two Ortiz's fight Mm -hmm. right and I also think this is a highlight as to why I don't think that a change in style is going to um, I think a change in style will help considerably but i also don't think that if, even if he didn't change i don't think you you would come up against a new wilder first ortiz fight same result seventh round knockout right struggled yeah. ortiz didn't change he's actually got fatter he gets slower same result still slower wilder didn't do anything different ortiz were winning up until and then bang knockout same exactly the same fight wilder didn't change tactics he came out the same person mm. and just went out to knockout well he was more patient than what you normally you normally see like um, you know, he took his time, um, which, yeah, but which time, I think he will do against Fury. But I don't think it works against Fury. Time can only play in a Fury. He's a, tw- he's a 12-round fighter. you got a good shout. No, no, that's a good point. Um, but, like, in the first fight, I think Wilder sort of almost gassed himself. Um, he was he was looking for it in the first few rounds and because he didn't think Fury had the fitness. And when he did... You know, there was times, I think, especially, I think, the 10th round where, like, even a 12th after the massive, like, knockout, and he was knocked out. Um, I, think Wilder Jack was Reese, I think Jack Reese done an incredible job. Oh, he did, yeah, 100%. Mm. Score of um, giving Tyson that chance mm. as well, and obviously uh, a very fair nine count. Do you know if he's refing? I was about to ask you the same question. Who is the ref? I, I don't think yeah. he is. I'm not sure. Okay, I doubt he'd be able to do a second. Yeah, because uh, well, Wilder's team said that um, it was a ten count. Yeah, they weren't yeah. happy with that, were they? Um, Which I think, oh, it's pathetic. Jack Reese and when Jack Reese breaks it down, you hear a lot of his stuff on BT and um, and elsewhere. And you look at the change room. He very clearly said in the change room beforehand to both fighters, like, if you get knocked down, I want you to get up. I want you to take one step to the left, one step to the right, walk to me. Look at me and tell me you can fight on, and then you look at the what Fury done when he got back up, and he jogs to the left, he jogs to the right, he moves to Jack Reese, taps him in the shoulder and says, "Let's do this." And Jack, you know, in in, in post commentary, he's like, "I was kind of blown away because he was so fine, like he he actually done a little jog for me, and I knew right then he was fine, and I'm gonna wave this, I'm gonna keep this going." Yeah. And the problem is, is that you see it all the time, especially in over the sea 
in the States that the quality of referee decisions and bloody judging. Mm-hmm. Let's not get into that. Well, that's Can, it, there's such a margin between good and bad, and the discrepancy is huge. Well, this is, I agree, and I think this is where I think Fury has done the right thing to change things up because, you know, you can't let it go to 12 rounds to a decision. Mm-hmm. You, there's no guarantee, you know. Every, yeah. You saw with the first fight, oh, even uh, Louis DeBella. Mm. Um, Deontay Wilder's promoter came came up to uh, Fury and said, "Like, well done, like you won that, you won, you won that, that yeah. fight." And turns out it's a draw. So he has to offer something more. Yeah, he can't let it in the hands of the judges. I just, I just think what guy from Wilder. I just think what can he do more? Like he's he's already like done what he can. If you get what I mean, like he's already knocked him down and hasn't like 100%. Tyson already got listen, up. So listen, what like, can he do? Uh, Deontay Wilder is not a skillful boxer. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. <coughs> he's not yeah. known for his technicality, yeah. and he's not a purebred amateur that has learned this incredible skill and uh, and you know progressed that into this mighty bar. Not the case. Deontay Wilder has in his arsenal one massive weapon mm. that is arguably the best weapon you can have in boxing, and that is knockout power with one punch. Full stop. So, I think that where Wilder failed most in the first fight was when he was taking his time, recovering, and trying to walk Tyson down a little bit. And Tyson was so quick that he just wasn't able... He was getting he was getting absolutely nothing. If I'm Wilder, I know the power I have. I know it only takes one shot. I, in my opinion, go out harder, quicker, and try and put him under as much pressure as I can to win the early rounds, and then force Tyson into doing more in the later rounds where the mistakes come and mm-hmm. find that right hand again. That's what I do. And because at the period of time that, uh, that Tyson was knocked out, Wilder was putting a lot of pressure on him. Um, and obviously found that one-two in the, in the big right hand through the guard that knocked him clean on his on his backside. But that would be my tactic. I think Wilder has to go out harder, quicker. If he, you know, and if, and if Fury dances around him, he dances around him, but he has to show that he's has the more aggression, that he's going forward and he's trying to win the rounds. And if he wins... The first few rounds, it makes it a lot harder for Fury to get as a points fighter mm-hmm. and a decision fighter to get the uh, to make the difference. And even though, like when when Tyson did get knocked down, like he came back and he exactly. was he was like exactly like, he was like stronger exactly. going, going forward. So you know, so you know from Wilder's point of view, you think, God damn, uh, this punch just knocked out every mofo on the planet, and mm. here's this cub that literally gets up at a nine count. What more can I do? I'm just gonna have to. Mm. Go out from the start. You know, Wilder can't outbox Fury. Done. Period. He can't. He hasn't got mm-hmm. the skill. He hasn't got the weight. He hasn't got the speed. He hasn't got the agility. He's got none of that. He can play to his assets. And um, you got to play your strength there and go straight out. He's not going to learn in a year to box like Tyson Fury or outbox oh, him. Oh, but, no. but like that must be that must play in like Wilder's head. That like, what else can I do? Like, I've done everything that I can to Absolutely. do, and the guy still got up. So, Absolutely. so it must know. play on his mind. What, what I don't about? think so because Fury did get knocked out. Mm. Like he said that he he got knocked out and literally he just woke up on I think the, the second or third count. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you think about it in that way, every opponent Wilder's face, he's knocked out. Yeah. But it's just whether next time round, if it does happen, Fury will get up because there's only so much. Do you think it's going to happen? I think it happens at least once. I think he gets caught. In 12 rounds, he gets caught 100%. Oh, mate. That's, that's the magic magic yeah. question. It's, that's uh, it. you, we don't know. There's so many different factors. I'm, I'm I hoping... I just think... I don't I'm know. And this is why I'm so scared because... Him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I can't see a Fury knockout. I can't see... I can see Wilder landing something huge that rocks Fury and it's like on the ropes job and, you know, referee's looking in and everyone's biting their nails and stuff. I think that's a given. But what, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm like, I'm I'm worried because I know that it's, it takes that one shot and it's gone. And if, here's if, a fighter. If, if you had to put your money on one fighter, do you have to pick one because I'm going to ask you, like, 
Mm. Who like mm. who do you think's gonna Rough gonna Fury win? like it's gotta be Fury no? what, do you, what, what do you think roughly because I remember when when talking to you before you 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 was quite anxious for Tyson to take this rematch you yeah, tell you what you're less anxious now than you were for the first fight yeah, which I, I find bizarre because I'm the complete opposite I'm more anxious now yeah I've, I I think it's just a case of um you know I've, I've watched a lot of interviews now mm. I've sort of seen the mindset he was happening I've um looking into the different bits and pieces he's he's put forward in his camp uh, listening to sugar hill listening to andy lee who's also uh, mm. training um fury and i'm like oh do you know what they they're, they're oozing with confidence so that's reassured me um but previously i've been like oh you know like it's too soon it's too soon if i had to put my money down i've got to back fury yeah. however if I was unbiased, yeah, I put my money down on Wilder. Is really? it cl- is it closer than the first fight? <coughs> um, I say so because uh, the first fight, Fury, although he wasn't ready physically, he brought surprise factor. Um, and in this fight, people know what he's capable of. Wilder knows what he's capable of. Um, I think the first fight, they all sort of. Mm. Underestimated Fury, uh, especially with that big layoff. Um, three years, was it, three, it was three years, wasn't it? Yeah, he like, fought in Belfast yeah. and then in Manchester, didn't he? That was the only yeah. two fights he had. And even then, he was, you know, very under par. 100%. But that's what I'm saying, mate. Like being out for three years, surely this time he's he's been more active. So he's, you you debate that he's at his best. He's be, he'd be at his yeah. best. Do you know that is true. Um, and he made a point actually. I was watching an interview with him and Sky Sports Boxing yesterday. Um, and he was saying that this is the only fight camp where he's had full preparation and he hasn't been mm. focusing on losing weight. This is the only time where he's just been straight focusing on boxing. boxing. I think I've seen that one as well. Yeah. Say, yeah. And uh, when he fought Vladimir Klitschko, uh, he had to lose six stone for that camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and he luck- he said uh, in his book as well, luckily uh, the, the first scheduled fight was rescheduled because Klitschko had an injury. Because he said he was not ready whatsoever, mm. and he would have lost if um, that mm. fight did originally go ahead. So maybe, maybe it's signs. Maybe it's signs that actually we are going to get the best Tyson Fury, and I hope so. Definitely, definitely. What about judging then, big man? Because I know that's a fear that we're going, in, going into America. Yeah, yeah, of it's been a problem, mate. It's been a problem. Um, he needs to win, like evidently, Tyson Fury. Mm. Um, and obviously, we thought that he'd done that um, last last fight, but he I think he did do that last he fight. Did, he did. There's no question but about that. I think he, for him to win in America, he needs to knock him out. He he, he needs to. Uh, but is he gonna be? It, does Tyson possess that? I don't know. He but, he knew he needs to. Will he? We don't know he, exactly. I don't think he needs to. I think he really? needs to, mate. I don't think he needs why? to. Why? Because I think <laughs> I'll tell you why. I think. The last result was in a massive embarrassment for that Nevada State Board yeah. and their judging. And I think they, the three judges this weekend will be under a lot of pressure to score it right. Okay. And that is a, that's a good point, to that's be definitely, fair. Definitely true, mate. And I think that if Fury goes out and you know, dances around and does more than what he done last time and makes Wilder look even more of a mess, um, then they can only play in his favour. And the scorecard, I think, will be... Even bigger, in his favor. But there again, that's not in Fury's hands. It's nope. still in the judges' hands. 100%, 100%. So I think you still got to go out there with a focus to actually do oh, some real, oh, God, I, yeah. some real damage. In the, your mindset should be going in with like, I want to give them a reason, you know, to not score me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I they have to. I have to show that I am. Do you think that? That that plays in like a fight is mine. Like Tyson's like going like he, let's say for example, like he's thinking like I've won this like last last time. But like, does the judges? Do you get what I mean? Like, does he? Th- what do you think about judges? I, like, I think I don't know. I think what he thinks is like I've won it last time. I can I done this this and this wrong. I can improve on that. Mm-hmm. And there's no way he's gonna be able to deal with me. And that's the way you look at it. I think there is still a lot of doubt in Fury's mind. This is the only time, although like he's more confident, this mm-hmm. is where my my worry a few months ago came into play. It's like in the past, 
you sort of see him like sort of almost impenetrable, like just mm-hmm. before the fight, getting into yeah. like people's heads. He wins the fight before, you know, uh, in the build up. But with Wilder, he's a good talker as well. Um, and I think, especially with that big, big shot um, in the 12th round, I think it's played at the back of Fury's mind because he's been switching it up. Yeah. So, you know, he, he realised now he underestimated Wilder in the first fight. Um, they both underestimated each other. But now he's thinking, you he's know, got, yeah, like, I, I could seriously get knocked out and lose my O and my lineal title. Yeah, title. I think I think the pressure um is on Wilder more. Really? Hundred percent. Did you say so? Well, right. He was made to look very subpar against Tyson Fury. The whole world is saying you lost that fight, you got lucky. Uh the one thing that you have in your arsenal didn't work. The man got mm. back up. And then you're like, right, I'm fighting this fella again. I know already that people thought I won the first fight. Everyone thought the judgment decision was a disgrace, even though I'm adamant that it wasn't. But I know in the back of my head that they're probably going to put a renewed emphasis on making sure that this is scored better. Uh, I beat Ortiz. I knocked him out, to be fair, but like I did knock him out again already. It wasn't that difficult. Well, you, you say that, but like it is, it is pretty difficult, man. Yeah, no, but and like Dominic Brazil, and like in that fashion as well. It's yeah, it, of course. You, you I gotta know. Gain conf- you got to gain confidence from those knockouts. You know, mm. you're not gonna. I don't. If I'm older, I'm not going into that fight thinking, oh, you know, oh, I don't think I can mm. land a shot. No, of course not. Like, you of know, you like look. I've been banging guys out. I know that when I land this time round. I just think that being in, the, being in the States and stuff as well, the pressure's all on him. He's the home fighter. He has to perform. That is true. But Tyson, Tyson fries on like, look what he did with Klitschko as well. Going. Okay. So he's back. He's, going. I think, the only British boxer that yeah, can perform yeah, away from 100%. British soil. 100%. So well, he's a gypsy what, what, <laughs> what do these, like, what, what do these fighters do after? Let's say Tyson, so he's obviously got like, well, he's got a three match contract, uh, well, fight contract left. Interesting. Does he fight AJ? That. Yeah, well, AJ's been weighing in, hasn't uh, he? He has been. A few days before the fight, obviously. He says, um, in his interview, he said that... Um, he, he wants a unification, money, yeah. yeah. And he put his money on Tyson to win this. Yeah. Um, what happens? Does he, even like even with the outcome, let's say if Tyson won, does he fight Wilder? Do we want to see him fight Wilder? Or do we want to see like the Battle of the Brits? Do you want to see him fight Tyson? There's, I'll tell you what, if I'm AJ, there's no way I give Wilder a sniff if really? Tyson See, walks yeah. away and wins. Fuck no. The man ducked, has ducked. Well, let's assume that, mm. you know, Eddie Hearn's speaking for it here, the god himself. Wilder gave AJ the two fingers when he lost those belts to um, Ruiz, Ruiz and yeah. didn't even look, he looked down his nose at the man. Why on earth would AJ yeah. be like, I've won them back, you've just lost yours here, come on over and we have a scrap. Never. Yeah. That's not. That is the stupid decision in, I think, really? all... He he takes he takes Tyson. We see the AJ that fought Ruiz. I want light versus light. I want movement versus movement. That's the fight we see. And the winner of that walks away the greatest boxing champion in my history and possibly of all time. I think. Yeah, um, I I just want the belts in in Britain to mm. be honest. Mm. Um, but that's also my fear as well. WBC American body they like. Their belts being held by American fighters. American fighters. Obviously, they they might have some sway with the Nevada Athletic Commission. You you never know, but when you look at Canelo and all of his sort of decisions, there's probably some mm. sort of behind the scenes. I mean, boxing it is notorious oh, for being go. probably the most corrupt sport in the modern day. Look. Yeah. Um, so that's the final prediction, boys. To... Tyson Fury. Are you saying? Go, go give a little prediction. Does it go all the way? Yeah, Tyson Fury decision. On decision. Yeah. Rough. Uh, Tyson. Go, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tyson Fury. I, I don't know when. Does he? Does he knock him out? Does he possess that power? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to say a reluctant yes. Uh, eight. Eighth round. Eighth round. I just. I. Like same with um, Connor, like, I just I see it going all the all the way. If I'm honest, like I just don't think Tyson has like the, the does he have the power to to knock Wilder out? I don't. I also, like I don't think you have so. to bear in mind, the last person knocked out was 
two fights before the Klitschko fight, wasn't it? Was he and he and somebody no, not what? that Tom Schwartz. Tom oh, Tom oh, right. Okay, right. We're not <laughs> we're not we're not taking Tom Schwartz. Uh because he's very much B-list in terms of uh, the level that... To be fair, when he fought out. Tom Schwartz, he, Tom Schwartz, he hadn't lost either, hasn't he? Yeah, I know, but this is my point. <laughs> he had a very padded record. Yeah, 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 yeah. but this is, this is my point. Like, Tyson's not going to gain some knockout power in six months. It's not... How, mm. uh, it's not. He's not going to change his style and plant more and, you know, lean on mm. his feet more in that period of time. I've got to disagree with you there, mate. Obviously, you're not going to have the the power of Deontay Wilder, but you can certainly work on, you know, your power. And you look at the first fight; his balance was all over the place. Mm. Like his feet, his feet were actually poor. Uh, and I, I, like people saying, oh, he moved well, he moved well. But I was actually quite critical of him after the fight because I'm thinking he's slowed down a lot since the Klitschko mm-hmm. fight. You know, he literally moved around the ring against Klitschko for the whole twelve rounds. When you look at it against Wilder, he was planting his feet a lot more yeah, when he was he coming back and he was coming back in straight lines and like his feet were just I think that was unbalanced. also I think that was a weight thing he lost a lot of weight for that it must be but now he's more used mm. to it and now with Sugar Hill um, like that's one of the main things mm. they've been focusing on is that balance and the trans- transferring of weight and power his power is certainly going to improve and Wilder's been um, knocked down before in the amateurs um, mm-hmm. you know so it can happen to anyone. It's heavyweight boxing. Yeah. When you got a nineteen stone geezer mm-hmm. like it, it punching just, you on the chin, it know, just it's gonna hurt. It just like go down. Yeah. It just looks just looking at Wilder like even both man. It, it looks like impossible to knock like knock him out. Gonna, but like look, it, it, as you said, man. You gotta hope, Burke. It's, you gotta it's, hope. <laughs> it's heavyweight boxing in it. But yeah. Anyways, enough of um, Tyson Fury and Wilder. Uh, more of boxing though, mate. Um, because I was actually... This is the Wolfcast boxing special. Don't, don't say KSI. No, not KSI, mate. Ryan Garcia, <laughs> Ryan Garcia mate. Yeah, mate, yeah. what... Wait, that knockout. Nasty, quick left hook. I don't know where first round uh, like on the mat. Oh, mate, it was, I was... Snapped it so quickly. So Suchy's... Listen, Suchy's... Uh, people underappreciate that level of weight class mm. and um, the speed and be able to do that. He's only 21 as well. I know. It's, it's ridiculous, know. man. Do, do you think he'll uh, win in a fight against Devin Haney? See, yeah, was going to get on Talking to about this... So yeah. obviously Garcia uh, has been said has won that fight. No, he wants like Luke Campbell on these people before. Like that. He, he wants to fight Linares next. Um, Luke Campbell was well. I think Garcia. Who was it? Anyways, yeah. Well, he, was that was that Garcia or was that Haney? No, Garcia. No, no, so won Garcia said yeah, that. Yeah, Garcia said it. So he. So basically, because I was I was he was on the um, Logan Paul podcast, which I was listening to. Um, he said that he wants Devin Devin Haney to like prove himself, kind of. Where whereas. Um, Garcia wants to build a legacy here, so he wants to fight the the likes of Linares um, and Luke Campbell. Um, whereas he said Devin Haney hasn't really proved that. But yeah. but Devin, Christ, wants, tell you what, Devin wants sh- it now. See, see against Luke Campbell, see, that experience, <laughs> goodness me, I would and I wouldn't be taking that in Britain. That's for sure. Like no way. That, that is that that's probably I argue that's probably tougher than Devin Haney. With the experience there. Oh right, right now. Right I, now, I probably say the so, experience yeah. that Luke Campbell has. Like Luke, Luke Campbell's Canelo underrated. Mm. Um, you know, he's he's fought at the world level. He he done pretty well against Lomachenko, right? Yep. He didn't get the decision, but I think this time around, like for a world title, it's it's all or nothing. He'll put everything on the line. That's scary. I tell you what, I think I do think though that Devin Haney is a better fighter at the moment than Daniel Floyd. Little Floyd because defense make mm. defense makes defense, fighters mm. and I yeah. and you've hit never seen hit, as I'm saying and his movement and you've never seen Garcia come up against anyone yet because his record is relatively padded um, against anyone who's moving around the ring everyone's trying to stand and throw with him no it's very true I do like Garcia but I've always thought you know he was sort of like a bit like Chris Eubank Jr a bit insta famous mm. thing uh, George Groves once but, said but maybe this is but maybe this is the new era of boxers man's 21 he's our age he's our generation he's grown up with a phone in his hand and a, you know yeah. and a boxing glove in the other he's selling himself you know the man's doing podcasts and uh, you know his Instagram's obviously huge and stuff and you could argue that's you know half the reason why he's been given the opportunities he has that's true and I, I do like his the sort of wise head on his shoulders you know to fight Linares next say like I want Linares who you know uh, been world champion multi-weight world champion mm. um, and that's a a fight that you can definitely win because he's 
sort of arguably past it now mm-hmm. and it still could be a very entertaining fight if he beats Linares that's like mm-hmm. like really good big, big, he's at that he's at, you can tell now he's at that point of trying to build an established record he's had the bit of the padding you know he's got what is he 22 mm. I know Linares. what's his record no no what's oh, um, uh, Gar- um, Garcia's I think I want to say 22 now something yet 20 something I don't know I think it might even be less than that mm, I think he's I'll say, he's, I, I thought say, he was in his 20s. I thought I'll uh, say 17. No, I think he's just reached 20. Yeah. He is. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? He is. Are you ready? Undefeated. Um, is it 19 wins, 16 knockouts? Go on, uh, box break. It's pretty close there. Box wreck. Um, 20. Yeah, it's 20. 20, yeah. Oh, he's Smart. on fire today. He's Come on. on. Yeah, 20. So, um, 17 of them KOs. Yeah, so 20 and 0, just building that. Also, <laughs> I feel like there's this like, unwritten rule in boxing that before you become, can become like seriously, seriously talked about, you got to get 20 and 0. Like, that's the rule. So, everyone, yeah. more and more people are getting padded, padded patches to get to 20 and 0. Devin's 24 or no? Yes. Devin but mm. you look at the quality. He's ni- 19, isn't he? 19, yeah. 19 he's years two old. two years younger. Wait, no, wait, they're both the same age. No, no, he's... Bobby says 21 here. I thought Devin Haney was younger. I thought he's, oh, he's definitely younger. Yeah. Or this site got it wrong. It says... That, I, mean, I don't know. Boxer don't normally get it wrong, but... Boxing... Actually, no, they do get it wrong because they said uh, Lee Cutler like was even, a middleweight and he's a welterweight. Even like he's twenty one, yeah, I think he is. 21. I think yeah, no, I think he is. They're both so, the same age. S- same age. Um both same age, mate. But mm-hmm. one has a massive emphasis on defence, the other has a massive emphasis on attack. And which one's more important? Canelo versus Mayweather. Oh mate. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. Very, yeah two, two very similar styles. I thought you were gonna say they're gonna fight again. I no. thought he was oh, about no. to go into. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, you talking about Mayweather. He's gonna. He's coming to Paul Lighthouse on the twenty <laughs> seventh. Everywhere. Are you, are you going to that? No, but I know. Bilim, Bilim's going to that. Uh, rough. I might. Yeah, because he's probably got. He's probably got a free table. Yeah, yeah. but I can imagine him with, with uh, Floyd. Floyd. Boys, in pool, pool. Where the fuck? Where is that man staying at in pool? That's gonna be <laughs> his class. Floyd <laughs> Mayweather, mate. Everywhere. You know, we're all about that money, baby. We're all about that money. So let's, let, I, I, I want to kind of drift away from boxing. Mm. Yeah, um, go ahead. Did you boy the Brit Awards? Yes. What a oh, massive yes, jump. Did you see night. it? I saw oh, Lewis Cabaldi's uh, cracker up the bucky. Buck fast <laughs> in one hand. Go was up. Um, makes a spiel about uh, well, how the song wasn't about his ex. It was about his granny. Yeah, and he, he, glad his granny's dead because... Um, uh, yeah, he would have gotten an award. Yeah, that's what he said. He's, <laughs> no, no, he, he, oh, I didn't actually He see said, that. like, Love Island wouldn't be able to call her on or something. Yeah, some he was like, like, she that. was like, uh, he, yeah, he was like, oh, she's dead now, but um, I still hope Love, oh, ITV won't yeah, yeah, call her to call, appear on. Oh, Love Island. Yeah, that's awesome, because yeah, yeah. of his ex. Yeah. So, um, so the winner of the female solo artist was Mabel. Does anyone know who Mabel is? Yeah. Do you, no. do, do, any, any songs that you know? She sings that one that... Don't play it, because then, like, but, like... Yeah, hang on. Let me just get. Let me just do spot five match from right here. And then male solo artist Stormzy won it. Any surprises yeah. there? Surprise? Stormzy. Not really? Stormzy. No, he had a pretty good year. What are you doing? That one. <laughs> okay. That one. You oh, I know get, that you one. Won't get copyright for you that. won't get copyright. Like two no. seconds. Sorry, Spotify. Um, Ooh. and then yes. Uh, so as I said, Stormzy won the male solo artist. Um, people said Harry Styles should have won that. Harry Styles. I don't know. It's um, hard to beat Stormzy. Oh, Michael Karanuka. He's uh, performing Michael in. Karanuka, yeah. He's performing in Bournemouth. Uh, I think it's second of March. Second of March. And then we have Masterclass Album of the Year. Dave. Dave won that. Young Young Dave. Um, yeah, that's fair to be. It's fair. And fair then to be fair. Best new artist Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, no, no surprise. With H as well in there. No, Lewis mm, Capaldi. Lewis Capaldi reached another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that song, song you love as well. Best group, F- Foles. Yes, you, yes. Mate, are you a big fan of, the, of uh, who are Foles? Uh, uh, mate, am I like such a music? The, oh, I'm, I'm the they're like fan. they're like the the greatest band over the last two generations. Really? Um, they released two albums last year. Mm. One of them reached number one, and they're, I'm I've predicted that they're gonna uh, headline Glastonbury this year. Glastonbury. Yeah, mate, they're so underrated. Mate, talking about headlining that face. Obviously, they're not. They're not going to be like. On. They're not going to be the main. The main <laughs> headliner. <laughs> you know what I'm on about. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes I'm ready. No way. <laughs> no, we'll get onto that. Like, <clears throat> mate, my voice. 
We're gonna get onto like that. Yeah. So KSI, he's 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 one of the acts, and yeah, he's not headlining. And he's not like headlining. all the way down. Yeah, yeah, but still, mate, for a YouTuber. Anyways, we'll yeah, get to I that. Suppose it's pretty good, but international female solo artist Billie Eilish, winner. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a big fan. Not I'm honestly not a big fan. Stormzy was gassing her up last night. I saw it. Like, like he was. Well, if Stormzy gasses her up, then I suppose Ma- we all got a international female <laughs> solo artist Tyler the Creator. Oh uh, yes, Tyler oh, the cool. Creator. Yeah. That's um that's very deserved. He's a he's a great artist. What do you think the uh, song of the year was? Do you know, without looking, do you know? Do you know? Well, I, th- I don't know, but let me have a guess. Actually, yeah, it's been quite fun. Have a guess. Go Run uh, by foes. So, oh, <laughs> AJ Tracy, Lad uh, Ladbrook Grove, right? Um, uh, Dave yeah. featuring Burner Boy, location. Nope. Ed Sheeran featuring Justin Bieber. I don't care. Possibly. Mm. Lewis Capaldi, someone you loved. That one. Yeah. Mabel, don't call me up, and uh, Calvin Harris, Ragged nah, Bone Man, Joints. Oh, that's a good chin, though. Um, Lewis. Lewis Capaldi, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone you love to bang mate. I don't uh, get things wrong on the podcast show. I, I saw him at Truck Festival uh, last year. And Lewis, like, really? Yeah. And Heard he's headlining um, Summer Ball. Oh, mate. Look, don't get me wrong, like Fade up, man. he's got a few good songs, but he's so boring live. No. Like, li- oh, oh mate, it's so not. boring. Everyone's no just standing still. No way. He's a joker. He's a joker. Oh, come. He's the least boring artist. He's he's the only come yeah, look at his speech. He's the man the man gives a breath of fresh air. Mate, live, so. you know, I, I'm lis- I'm paying money to to watch him play music, not to give a stand up. Have you seen him live? You know, yeah, I saw him at Truck Festival, and he wasn't that good. Well, no, it was all right, but like, mm. it was a very small set. He doesn't have a a lot of songs, and like, you know, it was just it was. I think it was about like four in four in the afternoon. It was just a bit s- slow. Everyone was just like, oh, <laughs> thinking about their pastime lovers and well, yeah. Any artist you think that like should have been like nominated or should have won? Do you think, in your opinion? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, maybe like I think Slow Tie had a pretty good year. But, but Slow Slow Tie, you see what he done at the um, NME. NME. NME yeah. Oh my gosh. Bruv. Yeah, he done. KSI was KSI just popping out of everywhere. How can you? Oh my gosh. My man's a nutter. He's fan. A That's snake. the first time I've ever seen. To be fair, I had no idea who this fellow was. Neither me. And then I saw him on the stage throw a drink at some. Da, who's basically with there, with mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get into a scuffle with like an old man at the and front. Then, That's he, mad. He didn't he square up to um Catherine yeah. Ryan as well. Yeah, he, yeah. It was and the KSI is just staring in the corner. He's just like professional like, boxer. He's, he's just like he's just he's just um he was just doing some dance moves. Like the camera goes on to him. Yeah, and he's I just, saw he's that. Like, in the co- oh mate, anyway, yeah. Um, to be fair, like if I'm a R and B artist or whatever, mm. you know, I'm I'm gonna look to sort of like stick in with KSI because although realistically his music isn't great Mm. and that that's just pure that's just pure facts mate mate. that's just pure facts I don't know if you've heard down like that mate mate I have (laughs) played it played in my house uh, last week and like me and my housemates just looking around like Oh. Mate, down like that is a banger. Mate, let's, no, let's it's be not. Honest. <laughs> mate, it's a fucking banger. <laughs> mate, yeah, no, no. When he I, came on against like Logan Paul, that, mate. Yeah, I like, I like the, um, I like the little, what's it? The other, the other geezer. Oh, that little um, interlude, you know. Thingy. Oh, oh, SX. Yeah, mate, yeah. SX. That's, that's nice, you know. That's decent. But like when so KSI is rapping, it's mm. just like, oh mate, man, SX has got bangers as well. Mm. I highly recommend listening mm. to SX. Um, but like he's the man, you know. He's got such a big following. Um, yeah. Like it's it's just good to be associated with him. And now like mm. Slow Tires fans or like uh, KSI fans are gonna go and listen to Slow Tire because he shouted him out on his Insta as yeah, well. Yeah, of course, mate. I mean. Talking about, obviously talking about KSI um, and these YouTubers as well. Like KSI is one of the acts at Redden Festival. Like, do you do you think yeah. these YouTubers like they should like same with boxing as well? Do you think like they should stick to stay what in their lane, stay in their lane, essentially? Not or, is, or is it good? Would like to expand? Oh, like, being a YouTuber at the end of the day is being an entertainer. Full stop. And mm. I can't see why. If anything, hats off to them that they build a platform, gain recognition became very sought after and popular and then it gives them the opportunity to explore further passions. I can't see anything wrong with that look. 
I understand the jealousy from mm. other creators and stuff. Obviously, that you're breaking into an industry that you haven't spent your whole life and career working towards success, and you've come in with a massive fan base that arguably has made your music popular. Yeah. Despite it actually not being that good, mm. I get that. But you can't hate on the grind. In my opinion, hundred percent. Yeah, I think like YouTube platforms sort of declining now, and like KSI's been doing it for a while. So I think you want to venture out to something else. Um, and he's got that fan base at the end of the day. So like festival organizers are gonna look at that. I'm gonna get them on, but as long as they're not top of the bill, mm. you know, they're like they're lower down. Um, so it doesn't sort of take the limelight away from the real artists. So, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't classify KSI as a real musician right now, no. No, yeah. uh, I wouldn't. He's a YouTuber. His his. So, so you, would you like box him in to be a? His YouTuber? profession is a YouTuber. That's what he's is, well known is, for. Is YouTuber profession? Would you say? Yeah, he's a creator. He's really? a content creator. I think yeah. If you had to be like, what's he? What is he well known for? YouTube. And that be your profession? You'd be YouTube. My art. Oh, I know him as a professional boxer. One and only. That's it. That's it. Would you call him a YouTuber? A professional boxer? Or, or or an artist? I'd call him an entertainer. Mm. I think he's an entertainer. I think he... Like, not even just KSI. Mm. I think I think other creators as well. Mm. I, think I think that's what being a YouTuber is. is essentially being an entertainer. But yeah, like even... I think he's at Park Life as well. Is that one in Manchester, isn't it? Yeah, he's really low down. Yeah. Like, you can barely see... But then, but which I also which think, I is think is good. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Also, it's like... From a um, organizer's point of view, they're not gassing someone up who's crap. They obviously recognize mm. th- that he's popular, but they're also not going to jeopardize quality music that yeah, is like you know made by industry professionals. Like get, the, get him at Summer Ball. Who's who's organizing Summer Ball? Get that. Uh, I know. I know who is. Tell him to get kids. Uh, Adam, <laughs> it's really Adam Fox, yeah. uh, Adam Fox and his girlfriend. Do you know uh, for We Broke Free? They like organise all the acts. Do you know any? Is there any spoilers that you like to tell us, Ruffy? Yeah, um, Exclusive from what? Yeah, uh, I might get in trouble. That's all right. Mate. Say no, it, I'll cut it out. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm gonna say I'll cut yeah, it. Say it, I'll cut out. Well, I I know I know they've been struggling. Yeah, to, like, heard that. to yeah. get like yeah. some decent the, acts. Yeah, the funding has been poor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the artists are demanding more and more for uh, for a performance. It's weird because like back in like October, Adam like posted in my work chat. It's like, look, I've got a few names that I'm thinking of. Summerball. He was like, add any anyone like you think would be good, um, you know. And I might I might consider it. Mm. And there was a lot for like you know like hybrid minds and like techie. The techie pro- stuff. The process of that must be difficult as well. Like, like, even, like when they had Dino last year. Like I actually um, had to do uh, uh, for Nerve Mag uh, one of the first issues. We tried to get a um, a feature with Adam to understand how, what the difficulty of yeah. um, of of booking um, Summerball. He was quite reluctant to do it just because he didn't want it to seem like a one. He didn't want to obviously put himself out there in case mm. it was bad and he gets gets a lot of stick. But obviously, there was a lot of. Um, uh, feedback and and hate that comes if it's a bad one, but there's a huge pressure. Look, if you're only able to work with 10k, you know, for a student, because bear in mind it is a student 10, festival, the money's not going to be like you're going to see it like Reading, you know what yeah. I mean? And and the draw, mm. that draw becomes harder and harder. And artists, uh, artists last year, I mean, God, I reckon you could have booked Lewis Capaldi three years ago. I mean, look, they'd booked Ed uh, Stormzy. Or was yeah, it they put Stormzy, Stormzy in 2015. 2015. Really? He, Stormzy, yeah. was, uh-huh. was he there? Yeah, Stormzy yeah. Sigma, he, he was yeah. the headline. But that was before, before he, was he became huge. Mm. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's a it's a fine line of like grabbing talent yeah. where they're like not so well known, but then people are like, oh, yeah, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? But then in like we just reflected now, 40 years down the line, Stormzy's like, oh my God. I imagine, like, he's a brutal award winner, right? I know there was problems last year with Corrupt the Femme. Like, mm-hmm. they put them, and then Corrupt the Femme were, like, messing them about. And then I, we didn't think they were going to sh- show up, um, but they, they did. But I think it's more of a fact that, like, people, like artists are like, oh, like, student student festival. Like, well, 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 but like, when you're there, it's literally, like, it's sick. crazy. It it's awesome. Sick. I worked behind the scenes on it last year and obviously I had access to um, Corrupt and everyone else and all the artists. And uh, it was quite cool, actually, to get an insight into how the whole thing runs backstage. And there's a goddamn lot of work making sure that mm. artists are happy 
that they're content that they're there on time. Do you think like people that like people that work around him like, yeah, are yeah, on yeah, edge yeah. as well because yeah. like, these are like like yeah absolutely artists, and right? yeah and you know it's like you know we're speaking to Kenny Omega and things and um, mm. uh, who were beside us and like obviously they all have like a is it green list whatever they call it that that you know the list of stuff that they want you know that have to be in there like drink and food oh, really? and all that yeah, yeah. Do you know Dino wanted Harry Bows Harry Bows yeah yeah he, he wanted what yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> he wanted yeah. vodka and Harry Bows and I, he's underage as well vodka and I remember yeah he, Dino came on and like I was I was standing next to Connor he was like Cov Dino is my boy he's my boy <laughs> So like, we, we, we interviewed yeah, him like four minutes a, before that. He's like, he yeah. was so to be fair. Give me a Harry Bow. He's my boy. He's he going went, off there. We, um, I just walked over to him. and was like, I don't know. I'm going for a week. Quick chat. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, sure. Dino was really good. I, I thought I, Dino was better than Corrupt. I think yeah. Dino was sick. Dino was really good. Oh, I didn't get to see him. I was behind the bar. He's behind the bar. Are what you working you this should... year, by the way? Uh no, okay. uh I'm gonna. We need to take, we need to figure out a fancy dress soon, boys. Mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get it off. Have you got tickets? No, not yet. Same. It's like your guys' last ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. it means I'll I'll have to work it um on my placement year. Mm. Sure, not that. Yeah, should but be mate, right. I'm so glad I didn't go in first year. Oh, uh, second is so good. Yeah, I want to so, do I want to do WWE fancy dress. I think. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to get my belly out though. Nah, neither do I. But I, I we can do like. Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Ah, oh, fuck it. Like, we could crack. Like. HBK, man. HBK. I'd, I'd do fancy Shawn Michaels, to be fair. Wow. Wow. I get the big the, the big long leg in the <laughs> tights, like the long yeah. hair. I'm just I could, I could do. Boy. I could do Seamus. <laughs> do Seamus. Shane O'Mac. Shane McMahon. The baseball top. Yeah, that's a good one. Run around with the empty tr- dust, dustbin. <laughs> Boys, there was this topic. I won't get loud in. You know, Probably not. No. <laughs> there was this topic, right? Um, that I saw again. It's about YouTube, but basically, there's like there's these influencers that are, like they're doing like these programs on how to on how to be like YouTubers and like how to achieve financial freedom using social media. So like, yeah, Jake Paul's doing it, and they're charging like a subscription fee for for people. Um, like, I think like twenty pound a month or something Christ. like that. It's just never another revenue and, like, stream. Like JMX, I think JMX does as well. Like, what what do crazy. you think? Like, is it? Imagine, imagine, imagine auctioning off advice. Horrendous, in my opinion. There's well, there's not. They haven't got a secret. They haven't got an industry yeah. secret. They're just telling their own story. If they had a secret, yeah. everyone would you be. Think it's like, it's, of course, it's just another revenue stream. Yeah. It's just it's another a, revenue stream. It's a saturated market. Hundred anyway, percent. Like. They're not going to sell you a secret. What are they going to tell you that you couldn't YouTube yourself? You I mean, it's all on the internet anyway. Yeah. Like. That's that's perfect from them. And I hate it when uh, creators of that size like just pure take advantage of their audience and yeah. ship them shit. Mm. I think that's what it is, mate. Like twenty pound, what for? For what? I know. Do you know what I mean? Well, then I you got to try it out first. But what for someone to give you an ebook on? Okay, so when I was a kid, I done this. Make sure you have a great camera. Make I sure d- you have a I good think, editor. I think it's all out there. It's all out there on social media. Um, mm-hmm. Just Google it. Yeah, that's true. My um, my housemate's uh, mum is um, a she's in charge of a talent agency where she like manages uh kid influencers okay. so like kid, kid you, yeah kid kid youtubers Jesus and stuff Christ, what has the world become hey? which you know, uh, no Not she was job, on but the she fact was, that there is actually yeah, she was on um she was on good morning britain last year mm. talking about her new sort of like program similar to logan paul and whatnot that basically like she offers like workshops to to kids on how to like be- essentially become an influencer become a youtuber uh sort of like bringing in people to teach them how to like edit how to like Does she film the, the, oh yeah yeah she charges yeah see bro, i don't uh, well, you're not gonna I, do no, it for free are you? No, I, I get I the know. i get the technical side of stuff like if you want to do like workshops and editing yeah filming like media production i get that but if you're offering advice on how to put together a YouTube video, or how to create a channel, or how to become mm. a personality, or be like this on camera. This is how you should be off camera. Here's what I done. See if it works for you. That's different. Yeah, that that is just sort of a, a lot of empty mm. promises. Prom- promises, you know. But um, from what I've heard, like you know, like they're, they're, it's what's in at the moment now. Like a generation g- growing up. They want to get into that I mean, sort of thing. Yeah, of course. I, 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 mate, I saw on Twitter, right? I, apparently, they did some research asking kids in America, in the UK, and in China 
what they want to be when they grow up. I tell all of them said America was a YouTuber. Amer- America said <laughs> I want to be a YouTuber. UK also said YouTuber. Yeah. And I think China they got like doctor or something. Doctor, like, astronauts. It's mad yeah. like how mm-hmm. how like the industry of like YouTube is becoming. Like, it's the, it is it's like people are looking up to. That is our also reflection of of so when you, culture though as well. When you were younger, like what did you? Want well, to be when you, mate, when you grew up. I want to be a footballer. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I want to be Have a footballer. Have you seen this man play five aside? To be fair, I don't know where this dream came from. <laughs> <laughs> mate, no, you're, no, not, you're not a bad player, not mate. Bad player. Turkish Messi. Turkish Messi. He's mate, good. Yeah. No, no I, I, but I always knew that I, I wouldn't be able to do it because I had like I had a my condition, like, I had a heart condition. So, I, I always knew I couldn't do it. But like, obviously, you're a kid, aren't you? You. You have yeah, that, sure. you know. Like that was that was one thing that like, I did week in and week out. Like, I used to I used to train twice a week, and I had a match on a Sunday, and then that's all, that's all I knew. Mm. Um, and oh, then yeah, and then yeah, man, I, I had that I had that I had that dream. It's I a had a dream. But now I'm, I want to be a journalist at the BBC. Or, yes, uh, that's it. And but it's uh, it's mad how your skills and stuff develop, and you just. Like you just find your passion you just find it, yeah. in the weirdest and what did you? Uh, I always wanted to be a pilot from young kid. My pilot, whole my whole on. family cool. work in the air industry, like literally every single one. Mum's Mom works for Mum's an air yeah, hostess. Yeah, uh, my yeah. dad's uh, chief op engineer. Um, my uncles all work as uh, ground crew for Virgin. Others work as engineers for like serious Delta. piece there, man. Uh, serious. No, 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 no. <laughs> but all of them in the air. So. Mm. I was I was always around planes, always in hangars and all that kind of, and what have you. I flew mm. a lot when I was a kid, and loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, and then my sight's just crap, just is bad. <laughs> it's just is, yeah. it just is bad. But when you take his glass off, he's just like, sir, I would feel, I would, but it's too bad to fly. Uh, Mate, basically, I'm, I'm worried about my eyes. Like you gotta look at them. Fella. My, my mm. eyes were literally like killing. Mm. Um, do you have glasses? I do, but I just don't use them. <sighs> Mate, health is important. Yeah. Health comes first, mate. Although to be fair, actually, your the more you wear glasses, the more you depending your eyes become on them. It's true. Mm. Well, that's what my mum always said. Did you say what you wanted to be? Oh no, are uh, you in? Oh, <laughs> don't oh, hear Ruffy scream. No, it was uh, mine was a uh, professional cricketer or rugby player. Oh, fair play, mate. Um, oh, I was very good at cricket. Mm. Still, sort of am. It's just a. <laughs> <laughs> so not bad anyone out there no, not, not, Sussex anyone want to sign it's not too bad um, I sort of oh man it's crazy like I remember my primary school teacher said oh uh, Jack like you're going to be a police officer <laughs> <laughs> I was like no guy, Ruffy, I was just... like no way no way am I going to become a police <laughs> officer I didn't like her anyway so mm. you'd arrest um, and then a few of my mates said uh, thought like when I was like about 14 oh Jack like I think you're going to become a priest. Catholic <laughs> <laughs> priest. Uh, uh, still, um, still, some people say it today. You know? I'm, like, I'm like, no you way. Carry out on a daily basis. <laughs> like, like, no way is that is that going to happen? And then, um, and I was thinking, like, when I was like a young teenager. I was like, oh, because um, my grandparents were publicans. They had mm. like, a pub for thirty years. And I was like, oh, I would really love to have like a pub or a bar. Run it. Yeah, like Paddy's Bar in uh, what's it? Uh, always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> no but I don't, I don't yeah That's even now i don't really know to be honest you know life life takes you on different different journeys like even, like even with me mate like if if, if like i'm gonna obviously try and get into the journalism industry but if it doesn't like i grew up in a family where we like run businesses so like we have a we have a um a cafe at the moment as well a new a new open cafe so i'm gonna if, if my journalism thing doesn't work out I'm gonna potentially be working at a cafe, mm. and that's and that's one thing I grew up learning as well, um, and I grew up working in that industry as well. So, um, like going after after uni, if I still can't find a job, I'm gonna keep on applying for like journalism jobs um, while we're doing that on the on the on the on the side. So yeah, mate. I mean, that's that's one thing I grew up. To well, I think I think that's pretty like it's pretty cool. Like you don't I don't think people who sort of sort of work with their family. Mm get enough credit mm-hmm. you know i think nowadays it's very sort of uh go on your own way a bit selfish egotistical but then at the end of the day like you know if you can help your family out in the same process 100%. whether it's doing it i don't know family business part-time then like by all means like well, don't get me wrong it. mate like working fab with 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 family stress just purely because you're in the same working environment and you're in the same 
when you come home, like you see each other. Mm. So like you're always just like on top of each other. On top of each other, and like it's it's not easy, mate. It's really not easy. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, that's why like I think when I graduate, oh, I want to get my own place. Oh, absolutely. Um, obviously, like not too far away from the you know the family. <laughs> Well, um, yeah. I don't know. Definitely not. Not gonna live in Croydon. That's for <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> no way. Not in Croydon, mate. Not in Croydon. Not yeah, either. I feel that you want to yeah. be um, when you've lived alone for uh, uh, you've reached that stage now, like like we are when you've lived alone for three, four years that you couldn't. I, I mean, I'm scheduled to go back home shortly, and it's like two days before I'm like. Got any? I hit my space. Yeah, I want so my space true. back. <laughs> any plans of leaving Ireland, coming into London with coming me? Into he loves beach. London. Smoke. Yeah, he loves London. I do love London. Um, uh, like, I'm not sure like um, whatever I can get at the moment chasing a lot of stuff in, in Ireland I've been obviously having a big think about um, what I want to do after and where I want to go and stuff but I've had a few opportunities kind of arise over there and the more mm. I think about the political landscape there and uh, with Sinn Féin having uh, begins in the south and uh, obviously in recent elections uh, in the north also Brexit uh, and the possibility of a hard board and what have you it just seems all to be lining up and doors are opening yeah. where they're opening and sometimes you just have to uh, you just kind of take those opportunities and yeah. go from there um, and I have a you know I have a massive your, passion for that kind of 100% thing you know? mean, take every opportunity like, I'm quite I'm quite lucky in the because in, like I want like, things I want to do I'm, well, I live in London already so like I uh, will see that's uh, see that, that that's also a great thing too like mm. it's also like from a journalistic point of view, if you know your area, yeah, you know what I mean, and you know Absolutely. your, Absolutely. you know what's around you, you know the context of, mm. like even what's even going on. even going into these work placements, I was very lucky. Like let's be honest, like being in like BBC the world uh, of London. Back yourself, you've done a very good mate, job. Mate, mate, like I am very proud of. Like even though his work experience, but like to, yeah. to be even uh, sorry to get two weeks where you got out there is mad. I've never had anyone get two yeah. weeks in the BBC. To do that and then yeah. I just, oh, mate, I really want to get a graduate training scheme. Did you apply for that? Though? I'm applying for it right now, yeah. When's the closing soon? March. Have you got anyone from, if I were you, I'd be, obviously anyone at World Service, uh, so reference or met, email them before and mm. be like, any advice? Yeah, so I've like, I've been talking to people that have been on that scheme before. Oh, that's cool. So I've just got like, is there any advice that you can give me that I can take on in terms of my application yeah. and shit like that? Yeah, um, yeah I've been, I've been, I've been trying, mate. Yeah, but like that's that you've is, got to pull out everything you have in those. Mm, in that, in, it's in that it's very competitive. Like, but even mate, even so, like we've even work experience. Like even trying to get into BBC is very competitive. Like, oh, massively. It's, and like, just for me, like knowing that it gives knowing that I was able mm-hmm. to get absolutely that placement out of like how hundreds of people, like 100%. just gives me the confidence. To, uh, mate, and that's all it is too. Like, and mm. uh, Rafa, you'll know this too. Like, I haven't done a bit of journalism before <laughs> turning to the dark side. <laughs> of PR. Side. You dirty, dirty bugger. Um, like it's uh, journalism is a grind. It's all about earning your stripes, like, mm. and you've got to become uh, respected and to a sense and uh, grind your opportunities up to you know. And also, don't disregard local opportunities because mm. um, I think sometimes I've realised like I've always wanted to chase the big national stuff straight out the gate. Like even though, like, like anyone, I don't like. I went into local paper and I hated it, man. Yeah. I hated yeah. it. But yeah. I mean, if an opportunity has come, like I'm, gonna, I'm going That's to it, take like, it. <clears throat> the question is, is, like, would you learn more there? In, yeah. In a year than you would at the BBC doing desk work. That's it, mate. That's mate, it. if I was to like work for a local newspaper, it would literally be for like a year or two years. But so you use it as a, you, there's nothing wrong with using it as like a you know step and stuff. Yeah. You yeah. Go. I mean, you got to start somewhere, mate. You always, mm-hmm. always got to start. But somewhere. Like my biggest fear is, it's like, uh, if I if I was to join a local newspaper, would I get settled? Would I get comfortable? Hundred percent. That has been a massive fear for me over the last few weeks. The more I thought about like. Mm it's it's a settling thing like I don't want to get also don't want to like cut yourself short to it in a way as well you don't want to like get too comfortable somewhere yeah and at the end of the day like local newspapers like barely any revenue streams and yeah in terms of its uh, in terms of their success it's wondering yeah I've already been struggling as a student so it's like do mm. I want to put myself through mm. that pain but that's why Oh, uh, hopefully yeah, go yeah, down a down side, another, like, another avenue. Down to, yeah. to be fair, public relations is like not that much better for for money as such. But yeah, it's for competitive journalism, it's yeah. But like at least with PR, you got the option of going into like marketing, yep. um, which does pay quite well. The marketing. American Anyways, communications. Boys, it's been a pleasure. What an episode that was! Episode seven.
Thank you, big man. Yeah, for thank you. Thank Sorry you. Sorry for listening. more you on nice deep Mate, boxing talk, and then I thoroughly enjoyed that. Like yeah, a man, lots about boxing. <laughs> um, I think I think we should do another show. Well, like, we maybe down after the after the result on Saturday. Yeah, maybe yeah, break yeah. that down. What are you, what are you boys watching? Well, yeah, I was about you fellas, to be honest. Uh, I'm in. Oh, pl- I'm planning it at the moment. He's planning. A few see, days planning. See what we? I'm planning. To, so what I did for the last fight was I went cameo, right? And then after that, we went Sharkies to watch it. And watch it. And it's probably the best night I've ever had. Yeah, you were yeah. saying, wasn't it? So good, man. I, I was thinking about going to uh, the but, fire station. Uh, I, but my my problem is watching boxing in public places. Don't We've like experienced this particular with the last season. And I said to you, like, I'll never again. Because it's so... One, people in the way in the screen. Oh, yeah. The AJ the fight. Off some, um, and then also, like, casual fan stuff is mm. so irritating to be Wait, around. Same with me, like, with football as well, especially, like, I can't watch in public places. Like, I have to be yeah. in a room like, on my yeah, own, like, yeah, just yeah. big screen, like, yeah. that's it. And you want to take it all in and you yeah, want to, like, because it's, it's yeah. a passion thing. Too. 100%, like, yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Like, I had this massive, like, fat <sighs> guy in front of us, <laughs> like, yeah. literally, like, blocking the screen. And it's but, like, but they mate, kept, so we, yeah, so we were, obviously, it was a protector. And they kept, um, it was a table of folk, like, literally parked in front of them. And they kept getting up and moving. Like around the t- and it was like sit down. Yeah, it's just it, honestly, man. It's, it's just like like people are there. Like some some people, they're not actual fans, or they're just there for the hype. Yeah, and it, yeah, hundred percent. And it's just such a piss. Thing. And then they were like, oh, it was a boring fight. It was a boring fight, and it's like you do not well, appreciate not, the masterclass you really. just witnessed. There, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Anyways, boys, as I said again, appreciate you boys Pleasure coming on. Um, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. You can catch these boys on. Was it Sunday, boys? On yeah. Bo- boxing. No, yeah, show. No, boxing uh, show. yeah we are doing a show this Sunday. I think it's from eleven a.m. Eleven to two. Eleven, 11 to, to one. Sorry, that's eleven to one. Four hours. Eleven to one. Uh, Nerve Radio. Um, make sure you follow mm. us on socials as well. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Twitter, Instagram at Wafcast. It's been a pleasure. We will be back next week, hopefully with with the. Not hopefully, but like, hopefully we get the other boys um, back as well. The original uh, crew. The original crew, yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure, boys. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>